Shut up and sit down. Hello, kids. Welcome to Painted Trash Podcast, your LGBTQ plus IA podcast of hilarity, discourse, and baggotry. This is Casey, and in this week's episode, we are discussing the Oscar nominations, including all of the backlash and huzzah about the Barbie snubs. We're also discussing an interesting item coming up for bid at an auction. And as always, we're talking trash. But what made Mark say, and this retired gum and cum is a C. Okay. (laughs) Find out on this week's episode of Painted Trash. With a motherfucking ching. Episode two. And kids, what do you think of the new theme song Linda composed? Well, Linda, she got in touch with a couple of writers. Right. And they went ahead and composed up a piece. So I'm hoping this is the year that we get that um, Grammy nom. We're looking for the Grammy on a good theme. That's what we're looking for. But girl, did you hear? Oh, the queerties were announced. That was where I was going to go. I thought you were going to ask me my name and I was going to say, well... I'm not nominated for a queer tea. Well, I have voted for that shit, and I was none too pleased to not see my name in any category. I was upset about it, frankly. Now, girl, what categories were you hoping to be nominated for this year? Well, I thought for sure podcast. Podcast. I mean, and then I thought, well, because we call it a podcast, maybe they've made us ineligible for that, and we need our own category. Right. Then they should next year have the best podcast, of which there's only one. Right. (laughs) We own that. Well, we own that category. Now, I thought I might be nominated in the next big thing uh, category. Yeah. Miss, we were both missing from that. Right. Okay. Right. I, you've been wearing fashions. You bought a new spangly top. You weren't nominated in the Fashion Icon right. Award. Right. Why? I have no idea. She's got a nice velvet romper, girl, right. for your nerves. Well, I also at the, bought that velvet top, that velveteen rabbit top. That she wore right out of the thrift store. She right. didn't even fucking wash it. She said, oh, it'll do. It has a nice shape to it. It, you has, know? An, uh, it has like a, what do we call those? T- a bell sleeve? A bell it's sleeve. it's like attached. It's almost like a bell sleeve. Oh. Yeah. So that when you raise your arm, it's almost like you're giving Dolly Parton butterfly. Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what it reminds me of, girl? What? It reminds me of an 80s workout top. Yes. But it's made out of velour. Right. <laughs> you know? Give me 80s workout top, but give me fashion in the 2024s. That's correct. Now, kids, we should tell you who we are now that we're deep into the content. Does it matter? Because we're not nominated for a queer tea. Does it matter what our name is? It sure as fuck does because people haven't gotten it yet. So, gotten the name or the queer tea? Well, they haven't gotten the name because we're not in the queerty. So until we're in the queerty, I'm going to tell people what your name is. Okay, you tell them what my name is, and I'll tell okay. them what your name is. Now, that bitch over there, right. her name is K.C. Right. Okay? Now, if you put the pause in, yeah. now you're doing her correct. Right. If you just say Casey, you're boring as fuck. It's K. Right. And that's the correct C. Way. Right. Okay. And across from me, chugging on her wine like a true wino right. is none other than... Now, it's spelled with an M and an A and an R and a K, and it's pronounced Mark. Correct. Okay, that's the yeah. actual way to pronounce that's it. The, that's the correct pronunciation. You got to pay attention to your vowels, kids, right. and how those vowel shapes. 
Now, girl, here's my thing. I have a new thing. I have just found out at this time in my life that I snore. And I'm none too happy about it, girl. <laughs> I just want to be clear. Do you or do you not read people for keeping you up at night with their loud snoring? And frankly, maybe not even snoring. You might just Moving. be breathing. Yeah. Oh, I'll read someone into the ground. For, for and breathing. And that's why it bothers me, girl. Like, it oh. actually bothers me that I'm causing someone else some trouble. I don't like it. And also, I think... I think it's a multitude of things. It's really dry with the fucking heat on all the goddamn time. Now, you have radiate heat. Those are the worst because you can't control that shit. Right, right. So it's hot as fuck up in your bedroom is what I heard. No, we Because hot air rises. We, exactly. We keep the one in the bedroom turned all the way off and usually shut the door. But if you've got radiator heat in the rest of the entire apartment, it's right. going to seep in there and well, it's dry. And- and you're also on the top floor. So everybody else is she lives in a your penthouse. apartment. For- she lives in a penthouse. That's okay. that's what I'm saying. You do too. Right. Right. I mean, there's only two floors. but Well, well, I have four if you count the basement. Right. So I actually am in the penthouse suite. You are. But you are. So here's the thing. I have woken myself up from little naps and I'm like, oh, was I just snoring? But the other night, Miss Jeffrey, she pulled out the receipts. She oh. recorded it. <sighs> With a video? No, not a video. Thank oh. God. Okay. <laughs> it was. I a, started to get nervous for your ass, girl. It was a voice memo, and it. So Jeffrey knows how to record a voice memo, and it was not good. It was loud, and there's nothing more than I hate than snoring. Truly, and so now I'm self hating. Because I'm snoring. Well, don't hate yourself, girl. I mean, snoring, people snore. You need to get you some Breathe Right strips. I know. I need to get some strips. So yeah. I'm going to try that out. Try, try the strips out. Because you snore. The two of you snore. Oh, I, only when I'm really tired. Right. And Or drunk. Right. That's really the only time that I do. Right. Um, I do breathe sometimes heavy. I, I do more of this. Right. More like that. More. Now, I, before we get away from this too far... Uh-huh. I want to ask, girl, there's multiple ways that people snore. So are you more like that? Because I'm going to give you option three options. Okay. okay. And I want you to tell the kids which one you're more like. Okay. okay? This is going to make me very mad because just even hearing someone fake snore is enough for me to want to die. But go ahead, girl. <laughs> Let's hear all three. Okay. Right. <laughs> so here's number one. Okay. That to me is horrific. But no, that was not me. Okay. There's this one. <laughs> Those are bad. My dad does some of that. Right, right. My mom does too. Yeah. My mom Where does you're too. like, did a bitch die? Like in the middle because it pauses? <laughs> well, and it's it's the breath. You hear the yeah. breath still working, right? Give me the third option. The third one is. <sighs> that one's bad too. I would say out of those three, I would probably put me near the three. Number three is okay. what I heard. Really? Because now what's interesting about that is your mouth must be open. I think my mouth is open because what happens is in the middle of the night, my nose dries out and stops up. Okay. And then I open my mouth and then I start snoring. Oh. Because I think if my nose... Okay, two things that I think would correct it. If it wasn't so dry that my nose stopped up, okay? And if I'd lose some goddamn weight because she's turning into Humpty Dumpty. Okay. Those would be two quick fixes. Right. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what it could boil down to is get you some oxygen. Right. Maybe they need a little, the little piece that goes in your nostrils. You're girl. telling me I need some CPAP? 
But I don't know about CPAP, girl. I'm talking about, you know how that people with the oxygen tanks? Oh, right. You know, Bev's got it, right? No, Bev didn't have no oxygen tank. But you're talking about people with the oxygen purse. So they can go about their daily lives. <laughs> right. And they're not carrying the tank. You could carry a tank yeah, with you, though. You could carry you know, a when tank. You turn the, turn the little knob thing and turn it. Mrs. More Cook, come. my dear yeah. mentor and best friend, she was on the, she she had the, the tank and it went the length of the house. And her husband used to call it her leash. Right. It yeah. kept her, it kept her, kept landed. her brightened together. Well, but right. you know what? I might need a CPAP, but bitch, you need a pap smear. Okay. Well, When's the last? When's your last pap smear, girl? I've never had one, girl. But I'm going on the 16th of February to get your pap. She's gonna get her pap smear done, right? They're gonna smear it all. Do you have your full shit coming up, girl? You're getting all your shit done all year, girl. Yeah, she's doing her blood work and all shit together. Yeah, she's got to get her. It's. I told you, 2024 for me is the year of health and diet, girl. Well, I believe you'll do both. Don't tempt a bitch, because you know what. She's already down 11 pounds. I know. And see, and that is with cheat days because you woof down on some pizza, some little Caesars. Girl. Not Caesars. Caesars. Not Caesars. So take He that. was not involved. Little Caesars is what you had when you got home on the toilet. <laughs> right. What I really wanted was some of that stuff, crazy bread you got your hands on. I did find a piece. And I didn't get any of right. that. She but take- ordered, to, to be fair, she ordered it for me and I got none. Well, you can have cheat times. Well, the goal, girl, is ketosis, okay? Well, I'm just saying, you can have cheat time. Well, okay. maybe, maybe. So, girl, that was your week. It was all revolving around snoring. Pretty much. It just kind of destroyed me. Now, I had some wonderful outings. I I went with Miss Steven. We had a bowling night. We <sighs> I went and saw two movies. One of them is my recommendation, so I'm not going to bury the lead. Don't. Um, what did you do, girl? Girl, well, first of all, I did something with you. Right. And a bunch of friends. Girl, we were at a birthday party. Right. We had some of our favorite kikiers there, girl. We saddled up to the bar, ponied up to the bar, really. We loved the cider. And we celebrated Miss Josh and her right. milestone birthday. She did it. She did it. She got her fucking shit together, girl, on the third time. Good job, girl. Okay. It was a fun day, girl. It was. I thought it was just going to be a couple hours at a nice brewery, but it ended up being all day. And I in all night, bitch. I know. I I mean, we we almost closed down the bar, which is always fun because you have the bartender to the stars. Right now, that's Miss Tira and Miss Mike. Now, Miss Mike wasn't bartending. Miss Mike is kind of like what's the guy at Norm? Miss Mike's kind of Norm at that bar. She's yeah. going to be there. She's going to be sitting on the corner. Now, I'll tell you what did happen while we were there at that bar. Now, we celebrated Miss Josh, and Miss Josh and Miss Debbie joined us at the bar afterward. But, girl, I somehow got roped into somehow. the conversation, girl. Girl, that was of your own doing. Kids, Mark loves, and don't say you don't because you do, he loves to saddle up next to... I'm not going to say any stranger because that's not no, the truth. No. But if not. he sees someone who he thinks has a some sort of a character flaw but could be somewhat redeemable, redeemable, how about that port finish? I love that port finish. You will saddle up to him and you'll be there. And, and so see, you did. So I want to know more about that. So here's the thing, girl. I love to saddle up next to somebody who's got a story to tell. 
That's what I enjoy. And I you enjoy saw this stories. old woman who looked like she, she had been rode hard and put away wet. And, you and said, I love you that know, you, this bitch is probably maybe 50. And you said that she was old as fuck. If she's 50, I'm 20. Well, it probably. She's I, not 50. She bro. might be 55. If she's a day. Uh, I think we should ask Tira to tell us. She might could tell yeah. us. Now, girl, tell me. I, the kids don't need to know the whole tea. But right. tell us the gist of the two-hour conversation. It was two hours, kids. Okay? Yep. Now, I did. it didn't seem that long. Right. In, in fairness. Um, we did talk a little bit about politics. She finds herself to be more of a libertarian. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's we're talking punditry now. <laughs> and, you know, she started talking about, you know, religion and its role in the world and separation of church and state. And there are good people on both sides. And oh. there are there's trash on both sides. And we have more in common than then we have differences, but people aren't able to have a conversation about it, which is how she roped me in. Because you know that for me, it's about being able to relate to other people. Right. Like for me, that's what it's about. And for her, that was where the conversation started. It went to trash. I'm not going to lie. It went to trash. And that's when I got up and I said, you know, my friends are going to be leaving. I'll be right back. And I never went back. Girl, that was after two hours. It's right. a stranger. So at the end of the day, girl, it ended up being two hours because it was a layered conversation. Right. But what woke me up out of it actually was you at 10 o'clock p.m. on a Saturday oh, yeah. telling me that you, it was past your bedtime. Now, I've closed many a bar with you, girl. All right. I don't know what's so hard for you to get into your mind that I like to go to bed at 10, but I do. On a Saturday, so nothing girl. Nothing you can say can change that. Are you 80? She feels 80. Well. She snores like an 80-year-old. Well, I mean, you didn't even hear it, girl. She snores like a 90-year-old. Oh. But, girl, you know, if you hadn't wanted me to leave, maybe you could have, I don't know, talked to me. She was tired. And I'm a package deal, girl. I you have are. a I have a nice lady with me who also who literally goes to bed at 10. Well, she's a fancy lady, and she does like her bedtime. I like my tent. But kids, you come on a good night because our midsection today, I have a feeling already is going to get heated. This is going to be the discourse section. Right. I, although I don't know. I think actually, girl, we're going to agree. But on That's a lot my of prediction. Stuff, I think. On a lot of stuff, I think. I think there's going to be a couple things that we might have discourse on. Get your facts straight, girl, because we're coming back with the midsection. Trash! What a juxtaposition! We know that, and oh, what happened? What but the was important that? thing is, people—if you—you get close to being nominated. That's no, what it's all it's about. No, it's all right. It's—it's it's a big tease because four out of five of those girls are gonna lose big time. Can I ask Way you? Way worse than me today. I didn't even get nominated. I'm not gonna what lose. What happened? But what happened? I'm you were not gonna doing... lose. Right. Right. <laughs> Kids, it's, it's that time wreck. of the year. 
Now, who do you think got the most turned up that they weren't nominated this well, morning? Bitch, I think there were a lot of people that are going to be turned This morning, up. as if it happened today. Oh, but it's I, fresh you know in I my think, mind. I think that there are kids who woke up still turned about it. You right. know what I mean? Because I see people talking about it, posting about it. It's a topic of conversation. So, kids, welcome to the midsection. Obviously, today we are going to be discussing these 2024 Oscar nominations and all the trash that I'm seeing online and I've had it. Right. Well, the amount I'm seeing about oh, yeah. this. People and are here's turned out. my yeah. overarching response. 95% of the people that are turned out and posting this and that and how outraged they are have not seen even a third of the movies nominated. Not even, a, not even three of them. That's why you're turned out. Oh, That's I get turned so out. turned out about it. So kids, the big thing, and I think we can just start here, is that Barbie got snubbed in Best Director, so people say, and it got snubbed in Best Actress, so people say. And that's all I'm seeing. I'm seeing other things in terms of snubbery, but they're the loudest. They're the it's loudest. as if there will never be a movie made again. People are so turned up about this. What are your right. thoughts? Well, girl, I struggle. Okay? okay? I do struggle. I read an op-ed. Oh, she's reading op-eds she's, now? Well, she's schooled if she's in, okay. I think. They wrote a good point. Okay. So, kids, in case you're unfamiliar about which categories Barbie was nominated for, it was nominated for Best Picture. So, let's right. not forget that. It also was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, and that is Ryan Gosling. In America, Ferreira Girl came in when she swooped up her only nomination for an award uh, this award season as Best Supporting Actress for Barbie. So there are people nominated. And, you know, I, here's the thing. The first thing I want to just say before we delve too far into the tea is that the article, the op-ed, talked about how isn't it just what Barbie was about? It's just like a premonition type of film as to how it would play out at the Oscars. And to those people, I say they're idiots because Greta Gerwig is nominated for an Oscar for Best Screenplay. Margot Robbie is nominated for an Oscar because she's the producer of the film and the winner of Best Picture gets the Oscar. They nominated America Ferreira for a useless nomination slot. I said it. Okay, she had a good monologue. So what? Okay, but people, people have overlook all of that for their narrative. That this movie, they got eight Oscar nominations, is somehow overlooked and snubbed as if it's fucking Citizen Kane or something. Well, now, and how many of those other four directors did they see their films? Because I'm telling you right now, I've not yet seen Oppenheimer, so I can't right. talk about that. Right. But I've seen the others, and I'm telling you right now. Uh, you I, haven't. I haven't seen the other woman that was nominated that somehow she's just a piece of shit, I guess, because she's not famous. So she's just a piece of shit com uh, because nobody cares she to celebrate that. Well, no, it's Greta Gerwig was snubbed, even though she's nominated. Girl, I, please. That article that I was referencing girl, uh -huh. did give credit to her. So she's the one female right. who is nominated in the field. Right. The rest of them are men, which the Oscars just 
can't seem to nominate more and than again, one woman it's at a time. not just the Oscars. So you may know this, but maybe the kids don't, or maybe you don't. But in every category that is not best picture, they are only voted on by the guild that they're a part of. So for best director, the nominees are decided solely by people in the director's guild. So these people who are like, oh, the Oscars are so... No, maybe you have a problem with the Director's Guild. Okay, well, why don't you say that? I have another broader point. Please, girl, broaden the horizons for all of us. Because your article, and I've seen many about it, not your personal, but the one you read. I Right, I didn't write one. Right. I want to be clear. <laughs> right. All of these things about, first of all, they're incorrect, but I get their I get their point of like, oh, it's this wonderful movie celebrating women, a fem- feminist piece, no. and look what gets singled out, Ryan Gosling. Right. However, girl, do you remember when everyone was seeing that movie? Every single review, every single person I knew, what did they say when they got out? The Ryan, best part was Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Right. So when does that become a problem with the script? The Oscar-nominated script, where you gave the man the big, long musical scenes. You gave the man the funniest lines. I think that she was lovely in the film, Margot Robbie. Ryan Gosling was the scene-stealer of the movie, and it was set up. The, I mean, it was written that way. Well, so let's not would, shame him. I would also point out, girl, there are many a film out there where the supporting actors, whether it's a, a, a female right. presenting or masculine, male presenting that that person often is a scene stealer when they're on screen right i'm just so tired of hearing this because the same people were complaining about that are the people who came out of the movie and were like oh my god ryan gosling was the best part of it but now he should be somehow shame and he had to release a statement girl where he basically is apologizing for not for margo and greta not being nominated even though they were now girl what, well, how have we gotten here i have a bigger point <laughs> How have we gotten that. here? So he's been shamed for winning. How about America Ferreira, who's all but forgotten right. in the conversation? Right, as if she's nothing. Right. I mean, you she's just said she's same, nothing. She's in the same with Justine Trier from the director of Anatomy of Fall. Right. They mean nothing to this dialogue. Right. But instead of Justine, I'm literally talking about somebody from the goddamn film right. that we're that turned out about. That you so much. Right. That's fucking that these turned people, out about. Right. They don't even mention that. Right. We're talking about an, a fucking Oscar-nominated actor. Who gave female, a... Right. Who gave us Who a, showed up for a monologue. Well, she showed up for a film, but she wasn't given a lot to do of meaning other than that monologue. Which, and I love her. To be fair, I'm not trying to be here and drag on her. I like her. And I liked the movie. But let me tell you, it's nowhere near my top ten of right. the year. Nowhere right. near it. Right. And I am a huge... I love women more than I love men as people. Uh, you like gays better than anybody. <laughs> I'm very particular with my gaze. <laughs> but you know what I mean? The movie was fun. I would not by any means claim that it's some sort of masterpiece that should be winning Best Picture. Well, it's nominated Girl. for Best Picture, but we're not talking about the director. Now, I, let us not forget where this all stems from. The American slogan when it comes to an awards ceremony is going to go ahead and tell you it's an honor just to be nominated. You know what Greta Gerwig didn't get? Right. She didn't get that memo. She she fucking got nominated. So Actually, I haven't heard her say a thing. And I'm sure that 
this is something that is being manufactured, I think, more so. Than, I'm sure she was probably upset that she didn't get a nomination, maybe. Of course, but I'm she's sure. she's not coming out going, look at the sexism of me not getting a nomination. No. Well, and you know what? That would be stupid and short-sighted on her part when she's nominated for a screenplay. She right. might not win that then. Right. You know? Well, see, she knows the game. Right. The fact that she got snubbed, guess what that does? Right. That almost secures she wins for the screenplay. Almost. Girl. And it almost probably secures that tons more people vote for Barbie in the end. Let me tell you why. Little Oscars trivia. Do you remember the year Argo was out, girl? And Ben Affleck was directing it, and he got nominated for everything. He fucking won a couple of things, and then he got snubbed at the Oscars. Didn't get nominated. Right. And then that movie won Best Picture. I'm telling you right now, if Barbie wins Best Picture, I'll be pissed. I will agree because I've seen better films than Barbie. Right. That are nominated. One last thing, and then we can go on to the other, unless you have sure. something else to I, say. Well, I do have one more thing to say on this, but you go ahead. Okay. To the people who are really turned about a female not being nominated and Greta Gerwig and her big snub, first of all, I would say see Anatomy of a Fall, which I will do. That's a female director. But here's another thing. I don't hear anybody complaining that Polite Society didn't get a nomination. Saltburn. Bottoms, 1001, You Hurt My Feelings, Origin, directed by Ava DuVernay, All Dirt Roads, Taste of Salt, Priscilla, Birth, Rebirth, one of my favorite movies of the year, Unknown Country. Where? Why aren't you talking about that? Those are all films made by a female director. And for some reason, I don't hear anybody complaining about that, but the billion-dollar Barbie you have a problem with. I think maybe you need to watch some more films directed by women. One of the things that was going to be my point I wanted to make was, where's the conversation about origins? A black female directed picture highlighting the life of a black woman. Well, the same could that be said for a thousand and once during Tiana Taylor. Right. Where was Tiana Taylor's nomination? That was a breakthrough performance. Where's that? You know what, girl? Here's the trouble. We are a racist country despite what nikki haley's got to say well okay and barbie is i mean tell me other than america for thank god she was in it she brought a little bit of color to the place there were a lot of actors of color in the film they didn't get any dialogue or anything right but they were in it i think the movie was a good representation i i think it's the people who are talking so much shit about this they're white right and to your point, and they don't see movies, right? That's it's a billion-dollar film, right? Of course, because they went, they went and, saw, and saw that one. But these people but don't by watch the, press. the movies, right? I'd like to know who saw Anatomy of a Fall because I have, right? So I got feelings about that. But here's my next point, girl. There are other actresses who got snubbed as well, who had layered. In my opinion, and I live for Margaret Robbie, and I have since Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. But, girl, I I keep my little, uh, like, who I would nominate. Right. Oscars list. She's not even on my list. Okay. Fantasia Barino for Where the Color Purple. Where was that? Where's that nomination? Right. Natalie Portman for May, December. Where's right. that? Right. Okay. I'd say where's Julianne Moore for May, December. I loved her. She would probably be in supporting girl, but where was she? Where was she? She's not there. Tiana Taylor, where's her nomination? Right. Okay. But it's all I'm seeing is, and people calling the Academy misogynistic, which they probably are. But sure. I'm like, girl, how can you say that when you've seen one film? Like It's called the, the patriarchy, girl, not the matriarchy. Girl, I'm going to go through these best picture nominees, girl. And I mm-hmm. want you to tell me two things. 
Okay. Have you seen it? Did you like it? Or will you see it? Okay, the answer already, I'm just going to tell you. I, if I haven't seen it, I will see it. So I won't right. be answering that. Okay, so you're going to see these all before Oscar night. Right, right. All right, so for the kids, the nominations, girl, for 2024 right. Best Picture. Right. And I'll share if I've seen them as well. In an alphabetical order. Okay. American Fiction. Not seen it. Very excited about it. So excited. So American Fiction currently is one of two of these 10 that you have to get your ass to the theater to right. see it. And I recommend you do it. Hell yes, girl. Okay. Second, Anatomy of a Fool. So I loved it. Right. Brilliant. So I haven't seen that yet, but I will be because it's, kids, it's available for coin rental on right. your Apple or yeah, wherever. On your, or on your Amazon Prime. It's $5.99. Right. Barbie. Saw it, liked it. Saw it in the theater, liked it. The Holdovers. Saw that this week, and I really liked it. I saw it, loved it. It's available on Hulu, right? No, it's on the Peacock. That was a good get for Peacock. Yeah, it was a good get for the Peacock. Killers of the Flower Moon. Have not seen it. It's available for you kids on the Apple TV Plus for free right now if you have that. Now, I saw it in the theater and loved it. Next up, Maestro. Saw it. Yep. And I really loved it. Same here. And that's that'll be on your Netflix. Right. Moving on. Oppenheimer. Haven't seen it. I want to see this one in the theater. It's been released back in the theaters. I, I probably will go back to the theater and see it. I just have no interest. Like, I'm going to see it. See it in the theater, girl. I, I See it in the theater, girl. I might. It's it has won enough accolades and awards that you should take yourself to the I theater know. to see it. You get three free a week. I don't I know. know what you're what you're I crying know. about. Past lives. That's the next. Saw nominee. it. I liked it. I'm not going to say I loved it, but I liked it. It's a complicated film, and and therefore I think that for me is where the where the nom comes out of it's not a story that we've necessarily seen but could be very predictable but it's done in such a thoughtful way that's where i think a lot of the conversation and the admiration of the film comes from i haven't seen this one yet but i will it's available for rental right and i paid the coin Next up is Poor Things, girl. Now, I haven't seen this. I got to tell you, it's been, what I've heard is very polarizing. Yeah, I just saw it in the theater. Now, I recommend you see it in the theater. This is a theater movie. I was decidedly mixed on it. The director, Yorgos Lanthimos, is one of my all-time favorite directors. He directed Dog Tooth, The Lobster, Killing of a Sacred Deer, movies that I love, the favorite. This, to me, was his weakest movie. I still liked it, and there was a lot that I admired about it, but I wasn't a huge fan. Now, that being said, Emma Stone is great. Mark Ruffalo is hilarious. I live for Mark Ruffalo as an actor. It's good. And finally, the last film is The Zone of Interest Girl. Now, this is the second that, as of right now, you have to get your ass into the theater. Yeah, this one I want to see at the theater, first of all. But second of all, this is the second film that is not available streaming. Right. Okay, so don't think you're going to plan. It's not even planned. Like, some of these are not yet available to be streamed, but they have a streaming house lined up. I'm There's sure nothing lined it may find up for something, but I feel like, you know, you need, if you want to make sure... Right. 
Get your ass to the theater. Now, I got to tell you, as it stands right now, so I released my top 10 of the year the night before the Oscars, which I know is like a year and two months after. But that gives me enough time to see everything nominated for an right. Oscar, give it a chance. Right now, Zone of Interest is easily my number one film of the year, but you'll hear more about that in the rock on Yeah, and later on in this episode, kids. You know, that we probably will go through as we approach the Oscars and go through who should have been nominated who or who should win who versus who will win but at the end of the day there is not a film there that i haven't heard people speak very highly of uh-huh, uh-huh. um or that hasn't been nominated for multiple awards all over the planet here's what i would like to say if you're turned out about barbie take a breath okay your life is going to continue after today and pick any of these other films and go get besides Oppenheimer. Cause you probably already saw that. And I right. don't want you going to see only big multi-million dollar blockbusters pick out of these, these right here, American fiction. You can choose that anatomy of a fall holdovers, past lives, poor things in zone of interest. I think you can pick from those. Then come back and talk to me about Barbie. The reason I'm saying that is, very easy to get your hands on Killers of the Flower. Go out of your way to see a movie not directed by a cinematic icon like Morton's Morton. I Morton Grove. God, what a good God love director. It. His films, girl. Yeah. They're they're top of the canon. Right. Really. Yeah. All the way out where you go you know what's in Morton Grove, girl? That's all the way into Burbies. It's a Cooper's Hawk, bitch. Oh. That's what you'll find in a Morton Grove. Right. Yeah. You know that meme of of the the woman after Hillary lost and she's got purple hair and she's crying and Republicans use it as a snowflake image. That's what I think of people upset about Barbie right now. That's them. Well, if you love Barbie so much, why don't you own it on 4K? If you like it so much, why don't you celebrate America Ferreira because you put her in the dirt. <laughs> right, right. What happened to America Ferreira? Basically what you did was when Barbie peeled out, you let the stone hit her in the side of the head. Right. Back her ass out. Right. Put her right down on her fucking flat ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> you fucking treated her like ugly Betty. Right. Is what you did. Right. You brace faced her. Worse. Well, kids, let's take us a break and so we can all decompress from Barbie. Right. Because we got all worked up about And I knew kids. we were going to be on the same page. Ish. I thought you were going to forget about America Ferrera, and I was going to have to read you. No, I was ready for it. But here's what I would say about America Ferrera. That's where Margot Robbie's nomination went. Now that you've purchased your movie tickets, kids, because you remember you were going to Casey challenged you. So yeah. You need to get your ass to the theater for one of six films. Okay. I mean, I'm fine if anyone sees any of the other nine films other than Barbie or see Barbie if you haven't seen it. So see the films and let's not just focus on the, the best pictures. Let's go for the actors too, because there are some small films there as well. But until then, kids, it's time for Trash Talk. Trash Talk. <laughs> 
Hey, Ron DeSantis, heard you ended your campaign, and I just wanted to say, suck it, loser. Your campaign was the saddest thing I've ever seen, and I watched Bambi's mom get shot to death. Seriously, Walt Disney's frozen head has more personality than you. I'd tell you to go ride Space Mountain, but you probably don't meet the height requirements. Haha, <laughs> isn't life funny, Ron? I entered the public domain, and you're exiting it. Kids, that was none other than Mickey Mouse reading the trash Ron DeSantis, otherwise known as Stiletta. Exactly. Now, kids, have we ever seen someone fail so monumentally? I don't think so, but you know what else I think? You called it, girl. You said, I don't think he's long for this right. race, so hurry up. Right. Kids, this is the person, if you'll remember, maybe a little over a year ago, was beating Trump in the polls by about 60 to 40. This was like the runaway, this is the new dump, he is going to be the nominee, he's the woke warrior, everyone loved him. And where is he now? Uh, kids sucking Donald Dump's dick. Right. Because that's what he did I immediately. I can't fucking believe it. Now, bitch, I'm going to keep it in the punditry realm for our second talk. Bitch, just announced recently... Very recently, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell made a shocking confession, girl. He told us who the ghost was? No, bitch. She didn't bring the ghost. What she went ahead and admitted is that the Republicans have determined as a caucus Uh to intentionally sabotage the border to help the 2024 election bringing the dump in for the win. Now, bitch, this is something that is a recent development. You know, there was a bipartisan bill, girl, that was brought to the floor by the people in the, uh, I I think it was the Senate. It was a bipartisan bill, girl. And we got people who said, absolutely not. We will not vote for this, even though it was bipartisan. Right. And the numbers have grown now because if they solve a problem or show any momentum. Right. It's going to turn everything around, and now Joe Biden's a winner. Right, and they will not allow that. Right. So they're going to go ahead and make sure that the border is not secured. Right. They're going to go ahead and make sure that people continue to die. Right. And that people are bused to places like Chicago, where they have no housing, and they're left to fend for themselves on the streets, on these streets. Right. In negative 10 degree weather. Right. No, and girl, if you think this has just started happening, I don't mean you in particular, but if anybody thinks this is just something that started happening now, you've lost it. This is what the Republican Party does. Not the Republican Party, girl. Right. They yeah. don't care. No. They would much rather keep a problem to blame it on someone else and be a part of fixing it. Right. I do want to point out this bipartisan bill has been worked on for months. And nothing will come of it. It'll well, be, it's dead already. And what is, right, it's already dead before it arrived, girl. And Nothing what, will be done between now and the election. No. And let us not forget, so the election is in November. At the end of 2023, does anybody recall the number of bills that the Republicans got through? I think I do. I think I recall the number, girl. I think it was zero. And that was that. Right. Right. And that pause was a pain of trash face. You right. should be making it right now. Okay. Here it was again. Right. Well, girl, I have something that is going to make you make that face, too. I'm ready for it, girl. This is a popular story. And, girl, I have exclusive tea. No. Now, 
Last week's episode was all about us getting on up to a celebration tour for Madonna Girl. And tell me it was everything, girl. Now, did you hear who the two fucking people were that played Madison Square Garden? Amy Schumer's big ass. Right. Thank and God. the legendary ballroom. Um, Jose Extravaganza. Yeah. yeah. Well, two people were not happy with this girl. Right. Okay. And you've right. probably heard this story, but there uh, was a court filing, girl. Right. Right. And a lawsuit has been filed in court in Brooklyn. Girl, we're not talking about Madison Square Garden. We're talking about Brooklyn. And that was at the Barclays Center right. in Brooklyn, not Madison Square Garden in Manhattan. So they went ahead as two individuals who I'll get to in a moment. They created a suit against three people. The Celebration Tour promoter Live Nation, the Barclays Center venue, and Madonna herself. Now, the complaint states that the two fans, quote, would never... Now, listen to these very carefully because I have new exclusive tea. Okay. I love when you bring something exclusive to paint and trash. (laughs) The complaint states that the two fans, quote, this is in their lawsuit, would never have paid for a ticket had they known that the start time would be after 10. Another quote, many ticket holders who attend concerts on a weeknight, like us, have to get up early to go to work and or take care of family responsibilities the next day. This was just disrespectful. It continues on. Confronted with limited public transportation, limited ride sharing, and increased public and private transportation costs at that late hour is another aspect of the lawsuit. Now, they are suing for unspecified damages. Now, those have not been released to the public. Now, so at this point, Madonna's team hasn't really made any kind of comment other than, quote, that they will vigorously defend herself. Well, they also commented that it is public knowledge that there was a problem at the Barclays Center that stemmed from a sound check problem, which caused a delay in the start of the show. To which I say, bitch, does that happen to everything? Because you don't come out to 1030 ever. I'm not going to sue a bitch, but here's the thing. You must not be a Madonna fan if you think she's coming on at eight. Get over it. Now, here's another piece of tea before I even go into my exclusive tea. Oh. Uh, A website has released, girl, they went ahead and did a little comparison of every tour date so far on the celebration tour compared with every tour from Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour and compared with every date from Beyonce's Not Beyonce. I like Beyonce. Right. So do you want to hear what that uh, that T showed, That's the T. I I want to hear it. All right. The average start time for Madonna to get on stage after the doors open, okay? Okay. For this so tour. You're not talking about the hours on the clock, you're talking about the time from doors open till she hits the stage. Right. Has been 3 hours, this is the average. 3 hours and 4 minutes. Okay? That's the average. Which sounds like a long time. Yeah. Do you want to know what the average was for Beyoncé? And a renaissance tour girl? I'm going to say two hours and 48 minutes. Three hours and 17 minutes. Longer than the average of Madonna. Are you ready to hear what the average start time for the Eras tour was, which was a three plus hour tour? I'm guessing, based on the way this is going, you're going to tell me three hours and 
28 minutes. Three hours and 30 minutes. So first of all, before we continue, yeah, I get it if you are turnt about people not coming on stage on time. This is not a Madonna-only problem. And trust me, as a fan myself, I've seen her three times. After the first time I went, I think I probably complained in my seat or something. And this gay bitch next to me was like, oh, bitch, it's your first time. That's exactly what happened. And I was like, yes. And he was like, oh, she is never going on until at least 10. But kids, what you don't do is come for the queen because the gays are going to find your ass out. So I brought (laughs) some receipts that have been spread. This is what I need. So the two, the two complainants, uh, one of them is Jonathan Haddon. Okay, so no. we're going to read his ass right now. <laughs> People went ahead and screenshotted his social media posts. Which probably have been deleted since. Right. <laughs> this is from December 14th, 2023. So this is a post he made after attending the Barclays concert that he is now suing her for. Quote, Caught her North American tour opener last night. An homage to NYC. Incredible as always. I've never missed a Madonna tour and never will. Here's another one. Someone posted, uh, going in January. This is a friend of his, Stephanie. He responds, it is incredible. Be prepared though. She went on around 1030 and then played for two to two and a half hours. So had to drop her last song. Here's the thing, though. As a Madonna fan, you always know that she's going to be late, but she's going to be worth it. (laughs) Okay? Now, remember that he said he had to get to work the next day? My guess is that he got fired, but... No, his fucking thing is retired. He doesn't... His status on his social media is retired. What work were you getting to, girl? And then you're telling people, make sure... Is she working these streets, bitch? Is she working these streets as a retired gum and gum? Right. She might be. She's a gum and gum. What a gay will do is they will find your social media shit. And the person who posted that was like, I would like to submit this to Madonna's lawyer. (laughs) This here, exhibit A. Mm. This is exhibit B. And this retired gum and cum is a C. Okay. (laughs) That was it. So, girl, all I'm saying is you can try your shady business, but a gay will find your ass out. (laughs) And they'll sell you right down the river. That's it. Have you ever pulled a receipt on someone? No, I have. Are you kidding me? Do you know me? <laughs> Bitch, I called you out a receipt earlier. Okay. Bitch, a gay will pull a receipt right. out even if she doesn't make up a receipt. She'll find a receipt She'll in the bottom her. of the bag. Right. Don't think you're getting away with a gay now. Even if you are a gay, you better watch right. out. Right. Gays come for gays. I'm sorry. That was a gay on gay hate crime. He said it was. It was. was (laughs) Gay on gay hate crime, bitch. Oh, God. That's hilarious. But you know what? I like that they're trying it. Because at the end of the day, now, I I get the tea that you brought with the timing. But as as a goer to a concert, there is no reason that you should tell me that the start time is fucking 8 30 but the thing is is she doesn't set the start time that's the problem here is the venue sets the start time right i'm sure i thought they set the doors open based on the artist's start time 
I I forget who the artist was that, that not because of this case, but it, something came up about this in the past, and they were like, by the way, and it was the artist saying it. They were saying we do not set start times. Venues set a start time based on the venue. But frankly, I started to think, well, maybe she is all turnt now because you know this lawsuit because she started Madison Square Garden at nine thirty. She's not turnt, girl. You think she cares about giving this? This gay who just got his receipt pulled on him a couple. She's not giving him any money. She's not giving him any money. Right. Especially if you've never missed a Madonna tour. And you're telling your friends now, make sure to get your ride together because she comes on late. This motherfucker probably paid seven grand for his ticket. And he's going to complain about that. I couldn't. My Uber was $60. Grow up. You know what I do when I go to a concert? I have fun. Right. And you know what? If you're going to spend the money on a Madonna ticket, you are going to spend the money on a fucking Uber. Right. You dumb bitch. What do you have to close this out? So, bitch, you know, an auction will often happen when somebody has died and they have artifacts from their life, girl, and they bring in a coin which can either go to a foundation that they had or to pay their bills from their estate or whatever. You know what I mean? Or the money goes to the family or something upon their death or whatever. My parents live going to an auction. I love it. I I mean, I never have participated, but I do love to go and sit and love to hear the auctioneer run shit. Peter Paul and Mary, Peter Paul and Mary, and the five foot. Right. I live for it. Now, there's about to be an auction, girl. And this one's going to take place over in the UK. Okay. On February the 6th by Cotswold Auction Company. That sounds like Oswald Cobblepot, girl. That's the old (laughs) penguin from Batman. Wow. Okay, that's Danny DeVita. Well, girl, it's an artifact from none other than a World War II stalwart. Oh. Winston Churchill. Okay. Yeah. They got an artifact, girl, that's their thinking is going to bring in about 10,000 or more. Okay. Alongside of a couple of other items from the one that I'm going to talk about in in this trash talk, girl. They have... The microphone that he allegedly spoke his famous speech on VE Day. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. They've got a couple of other things in there. What is a 1941 autograph book filled with 107 signatures of Royal Air Force pilots, girl. Okay. Um, and who many of whom had fought the Battle of Britain, girl. Well, the piece de resistance. Uh-huh. That they're expecting to bring in over $10,000, squirrel. Yep. Is a set of his dentures. <laughs> Are they wood, girl? No. Are they made of wood? They're not made of girl, girl. Je- <laughs> they're not made of girl, girl. Okay. They are not made of wood, girl. These are actually, get this. They're an upper set of dentures. Oh. Okay. Specifically constructed to maintain his natural lisp. Oh. Okay. But they were mounted on gold. Uh huh. Okay. She was fancy. Right. Well, so it's like a partial plate, is it's what a, she's got. Right. It's she's a got an upper plate. plate. She's got an upper, upper partial plate. Right. You know, those. <sighs> 
you know what? If I was a history buff and I had the money, would I go for a pair of some of my favorites, Dangers? Right. Well, bitch, this is what I've heard. He used to get so fucking mad. Uh-oh. He'd throw his dentures, so he had several sets. Right. So this is just one of them. Now, one of them is in a is in a museum. How mad do you have to be to throw your dentures? <laughs> Rip your fucking teeth out and throw them. <laughs> if I'm wearing dentures, I'm trying to pretend that I'm not wearing dentures, right? Like, right. those are my Unless falsies. Unless they slip and slide and right. clack or out. Like, those, those are my falsies that I'm trying to make... I'm trying to trick a bitch to think I still have good teeth. I'm not throwing them out. Those are expensive too. Right. I would think. I, I mean, they're gold plated, bitch. Right. Um, I mean, she's got a gold partial plate. She's fucking Flavor Flav before right. she was anyone. Right. Now I got a picture of them. Oh, good. <laughs> Might be the image for the episode. Right. Oh, now that is your, yeah, that's like a clip-in partial plate. Now, right, when, it's I classy, had, when I had an implant girl, when I had one of my teeth as an implant, I had something very similar to that with the one because it's she, a partial plate. Yeah. You had a partial, partial plate and didn't even know it. A partial piece. Right. Now, bitch, look He's at the holes in a there. lot. Right. I mean, that's almost a full bridge. I feel like he only had one, two, three, four good teeth. <laughs> Cause that on that the is upper a, on, on the, the upper. Cause that's a partial plate with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teeth on it. Right. I this girl was so on brand. Yeah. When we talk, I mean, we got partial plates. We got right. dentures. Right. You know, it, it's in world leader dentures. Let's keep our eyes on how much they do go for. I know. I want to find that out. We're gonna. Get, I'll keep my ear to the ground. Cause if anything, that's what we do here, at painted trash. And, you know, this is what I love about Painted Trash, is we can go from talking about gum and cum, partial plate dangers, right. to my recommendation for the week, which is very serious. Okay? Okay. All right. Mine, mine too, actually. Okay. So, for my recommendation this week, and we discussed it earlier, it's the, it's the film The Zone of Interest Girl. Now, if you it's don't... It's a heavy piece. Yeah. If you don't know the film, it's based on a book, which I'm thinking about reading. And okay. I don't read. I don't you listen. I listen, but I don't read. I guess it is a nonfiction book, but I feel like it's inspired, maybe not all fact. But anyhow, so it's a piece that takes place during the Holocaust, and all of the action takes place in a house, which is right over the wall from Auschwitz, the largest concentration, concentration. camp where they killed millions and millions of people. So the story only follows the family of German Nazis who live in the home. That The man of the house is one of the heads of the camp. It has no real plot to it other than it's just days in the life of this family. What it is is a master director, Jonathan Glazer, who has only made the film's birth and under the skin. Two of my all-time favorite movies, I think, and Sexy Beast. This is his latest one. I highly recommend it. If you are into trigger warnings and things, there is no violence in this film. It does not show any depicted violence. It does not show any of the atrocities. But the scary part is it's more disturbing because of that. I highly recommend you see it, especially now it's been nominated for Best Picture. Uh, It's something that I will not forget. And it made it onto my uh, top 100 films of all time. So it's a big recommendation for me. That's the zone of interest. Big, big one, girl. Thank you. I have another big one, but this one wasn't nominated for Oscars. Okay, that's Which, fine. in my mind, is a goddamn travesty. Right, let's hear it. Bitch, 
I can't believe we neither of us have nominated this film, but it was everything. And frankly, it came through while we were on break, which is why nobody recommended it. I saw it in the theater, girl. It has stars involved in this film. Okay. We're talking Rosamund Pike. Oh. We're talking Jacob Elordi, girl. We're talking, this got fucking snubbed. I, zero. Z- I can't believe it. Richard E. Grant, girl, and I'm burying the lead on purpose, girl. And he is a star who shows off the goodies. Oh. Okay? There's a couple of scenes in this that are just epic, girl. And, of course, I'm talking about Saltburn. I actually told Steven the other day, I said... It is probably the hottest film I've seen in 10 years. It is. It's just a masterpiece. It's gorgeous to watch. I mean, the cinematography is stunning. The performances are top rate. The story is fun, if you will. It turns horrific behavior into something that feels fun. It's delicious. It's uh, That's a good word. It's delicious. Devilishly delicious. Del, del, delvilish girl, <laughs> for trying. She's got she's got her port vintage on right. tonight. Delish. So devilish delight is what I'm going to call it, and that is Saltburn. Now that is streaming for free through Prime right now. Right, and you know what's always free, kids? Giving us some love. Now right. you can do that in, in a myriad of ways. Do you know that there is an option now on Spotify, girl? Where if you listen to something, it sends you a message and says, did you like the episode? And then you can type in something. I don't know what happens after you type it in, but it happened to me the other day. I probably, that's going to have to be on my list of things to accomplish right. today. So something's going on on Spotify. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, figure that out and report back. The easiest and best way to help us improve our quality content, getting to more ears is by leaving us a review on apple Podcasts along with a five-star rating and sending us an email letting us know you're enjoying the show letting us know what you'd like to talk about if you have some fun stories to pass our way or some tea send it to painted trash podcast at gmail.com as always follow us on our social means painted trash pod on twitter and instagram and painted trash podcast on facebook very good girl thank you for hitting it all up now kids we're going to need you to be very careful You know what I'm saying? As you go through this next week, because, girl, there's the Corona. That's the Corona 19, COVID-19, 2019, 2020, 2021 Delta variant. Omicron. 2022. Point five. A 2020. What was that part? One, the Jan one girl. There's a new one. Sound like the Obi Wan Kenobi version, bitch. And that'll get your fucking trunk together. I heard about some shit over in China, girl, that was a new thing that is affecting the brain. This is not COVID. What I'm hearing about is some kind of bullshit that's affecting the brain. Well, if it comes here. There's no brain here. Right. I lost mine years ago, bitch. Right. Well, kids, thank you for listening. Stay safe out there in those streets. Wear a mask if you're in crowded spaces. Let's get through the rest of winter because right now it is surging through the United States and I want you all to be safe. 
<laughs> all right. Well, thank you. We appreciate you. And we'll be back next week with all new quality content for your trunk. But until then, if you're going to talk trash and bitch who isn't, you better paint it. Theme song. <laughs>